I've been trying to record this episode for over a week now, and every time that I sit down and talk about this, my brain and my thoughts are just all over the place, and I can't quite get my thoughts across and my words across in the way that I'm trying to portray them, but hopefully this is the time that I finally get it out. Um, so love, intimacy, truth, all of these different things have been just- if you've been following along in the last handful of episodes that I've had, this has been kind of the cornerstone of my life lately. It's thrown me basically headfirst into so much inner work, so many past beliefs, behavioral patterns, and just conditioning come to the surface, come to light with awareness brought into it that I previously did not know about and I've kind of had no choice but to deal with it. I've definitely tried to push away this work that needed to be done when it was first coming up and you know I've just continually been triggered over and over in so many different ways and I kind of have no choice or I had no choice <laughs> still have no choice but to you know sit and self-reflect and learn and grow and you know whatever <laughs> This idea that a lot of us have around changing our beliefs, around changing our behavior patterns, around changing, you know, our reactivity to responsiveness, to conscious responsiveness, it seems like it's such a simple thing, like, oh, just, you know, figure out your beliefs that you have, the conditioning that you have, break it down and rebuild it, but it's not a painless process. <laughs> It's really not a painless process and I think a lot of the time what I've come to realize over the last few years is whenever I am going through a period of deep transformation, it has never, has never been because I consciously sat down and was like, I'm going to work through these beliefs, I'm going to uncover these beliefs and I'm going to, you know, remold and reshape and change them. I feel like the universe kind of throws specific things in me in different seasons of my life, I suppose, when I'm ready to deal with them, and perhaps this is the time now for me to deal with all these different things that I, I didn't know about. That's the thing about all these different beliefs that we have, this conditioning that we have, it's subconscious. I would even say it's unconscious, right? The way that we react the way that we behave, the way that we think even, the thought patterns that emerge from specific triggers and events and situations. Until a level of awareness is brought into them, until they are brought to light, which a lot of the time, at least for me, I noticed, doesn't come because I consciously will it to. It comes because I suppose it has been, it's, it's time for it to come up. Until that awareness is planted in there, those beliefs and those patterns and all those different things are going to stay subconsciously hidden driving your life. And so truth and intimacy and love and everything else surrounding that <laughs> has been what I have been thrust into. Again, not because I consciously wanted to. Um, but as I said, if you've been following the last few podcasts that I've had, this is kind of all I've been talking about lately because this has been all that has been really just taking over my entire life, um, to be frank. And sometimes I sit down and I have 
some bullet points that I kind of want to cover when I talk about. Uh, most of the time I don't. Most of the time I just sit and I free talk. But I have been journaling lately more than I have in a long time. Typically my journaling practice looks like some gratitude in the morning and then just some intention setting. Most of the time it really is just in the morning. But I don't entirely consider that journaling. It's more just something as part of my morning routine. I don't know what to call it. But self-reflection journaling I definitely haven't really done too much of in over a year. You know, I'll do it here and there, but not much. And in the last few weeks, I have, I kid you not, finished an entire notebook. A full notebook, front and back, of just deep self-reflection. I feel like things are just pouring out of me. That's also why I've been recording so many podcasts this month. And I feel like I've been creating more. Just a lot has been just truthfully pouring out of me. <laughs> and me being able to speak it out loud and me being able to share it with the people in my life and just openly authentically and with this like raw truth talk about how i'm feeling and talk about what i'm going through and just bringing truth to light has been so transformative a lot of the time we know kind of the truth of a situation for ourselves about how we're feeling and what we want and etc but so long as we kind of keep it to ourselves we stay in this kind of state of denial around it and so me openly talking about things and especially telling people in my life things even if it's just about myself and i'm just opening up in some new way in some deeper way saying it out loud makes it real and so once I say it out loud, and once I say the real truth out loud, I kind of can't live in this state of denial any longer about certain things. And as painful as that is, or it could be, you know, being vulnerable and actually facing things for what they are. Because the truth is a lot of the time we will lie to ourselves. And when we lie to ourselves, we aren't ready to face the truth because we are, whether it's shame or guilt or whatever it is that we feel about the things in our lives that we aren't openly able to look at even by ourselves once light is shown on the full real truth that is really when transformation can finally begin when change can finally begin when you are able to see the situation or the problem or the feeling or whatever it is for what it truly is and so I've been doing a lot of that lately. <laughs> you know, when we withhold our truth, and as I've been saying about these journal entries, by the way, um, I this is kind of how I wanted to structure this episode, where I, I have a lot that I've journaled about, and I would really love to just speak on them and expand on them, and I guess just share my truth that I have been feeling and coming to terms with and really understanding. I'm still very, very confused about a lot of things in my life. Um, I think that's kind of my natural state, just kind of honestly confusion about many things and the more clarity I get on something, the more something else comes up that I'm now more confused on. So I just, you know, it's life, but <laughs> I have a lot of these really, for me, profound journal entries that I've realized about myself, that I've realized about 
truth and intimacy and love and sex and everything and I, I just wanted to expand on them a bit. I'm definitely going to post some of them on Instagram because uh, they really helped me a lot. Once I wrote them down and really realized what I was coming to face to face with. So hopefully they bring some value to someone else too. So I'll definitely post those. Um, I don't know whether it'll be before this episode comes out or after. But if they're not there yet, when you're listening to this and you want to see them, I will post them. Or you can always DM me. I'll literally send them to you. But, you know, back to just truth and speaking truth. A lot of the time we will withhold our truth from people, even from ourselves, but I really want to talk about this in connection to others with, we will withhold our truth from other people as this means of protecting ourselves from pain, right? Because if we don't really speak our truth, then we can't really ever get hurt because no one's ever gonna say or do or anything to our true core, to our true being, because we're not being truthful. And, you know, at the same time though, as we withhold our truth, as this means of protecting ourselves from pain, we are also, in doing so, inhibiting ourselves from real intimacy and real love. We are inhibiting ourselves from real intimacy because, you know, there's this there's this quote that I've, I feel like everyone's heard at this point, you know, you're going to meet people and connect with people as deeply as you have been able to connect with yourself. And I think just kind of taking this, what I wrote, and taking that quote and really kind of putting this really nice um, intermeshment between them where, like, you will only really been able, will be able to get as intimate with someone as you are able to be truthful with them. And also with yourself, that, right? Because you can't really express your truth to anybody else if you aren't able to first express it to yourself. Everything that we desire from other people, whatever that may be, we need to first cultivate and deepen that within ourselves whatsoever you desire with others the only way for you to truly be able to sustain that connection to sustain that with another person is to first cultivate that within yourself and so i feel like you know lately i've been yearning for this intimacy with other people and my mind makes me think that i want it with others though truly in my heart I want it with myself. We withhold truth and we do it so often, but you know what I've noticed over the last few weeks is I've been really opening myself up to just speaking things to people and being just as raw as I can is that whenever I tell my truth, I don't ever regret it. I It certainly doesn't spare me from pain, let me say that. Like, I still get hurt sometimes. Because whenever you are opening yourself up to this vulnerability, you are also opening up yourself to potential pain. The more truth you express to someone, the deeper the truth, the deeper that potential pain is, but at the same time, the deeper that potential love is as well and intimacy. And so, no, telling my truth does not spare me from pain, but although sometimes I get hurt, I also sometimes receive love and it's completely on par with the depth of my truth and so I don't ever I don't ever regret it I haven't had a moment ever in my life and especially lately where I have been so so open and I regretted it not once 
Though, however, when I do withhold my truth, we do this often. I'm, I'm speaking on this as if I'm the only person, but we all do this. Whenever I do withhold my truth, I often do regret it. You know, I don't necessarily feel the pain that I've saved myself from, but I also don't feel the intimacy that I have also saved myself from by not speaking my truth. And you know, I really feel things quite deeply <laughs> in my life. Sometimes I feel like I just want to take a screwdriver to my freaking cranium. <laughs> I get so sick and tired of the different things and the stories and the whatever that my brain just cooks up, but I also find comfort knowing that I would much rather feel the pain as deeply as I do and the love as deeply as I do because that is better than feeling nothing at all. As love and intimacy and all these different things have been kind of at the forefront of my life, I have been noticing it really kind of everywhere and just taking note and observing and I've just recognized how many people now and I guess kind of always are in relationships, are in marriages, are in, you know, communion with each other and it's this surface level connection. Sometimes I look at how the marriage that my parents had, I really hope my mom doesn't hear this. I sometimes I um I'll look at the marriage that my parents had when I was a child or my grandparents or even just other people around me and it's as if you know they're married, I'm, they're in love, I'm sure, but I feel as though they don't really know each other. And it saddens me and I realized as I continue to observe this from kind of, you know, people in my life as well who are in relationships sometimes I feel like just kind of don't really even have opened up to each other. As my different beliefs around this have been triggered and coming up and really just affecting me a lot, I've also just been coming to terms with what I really want when it comes to intimacy like what do I actually desire and maybe I don't entirely know what it is that I want but I do know what I don't want and I don't want this surface level love that I see so many people have what is the point it's not gonna fulfill me it will never fulfill me and really no person will ever fulfill you and that's a bit of a bittersweet moment there but no person will ever fully fulfill you. No matter how, you know, perfectly destined and like made for you they are. I don't, I don't even know if that's a thing, but. No one will ever fully fulfill you, but that's, that's not at all what I was trying to say anyway, but what is the point of the surface level love, these surface level relationships that we have? What is the point of connecting if we're not gonna connect deeply to the fucking core <laughs> and that's something that I've realized it's something that I have gotten much more clarity on that I want this kind of soul crushing intimacy I love that phrasing that's what I wrote down in my journal when I was writing about this is like I want genuine soul crushing intimacy with someone um, and not just in love and just in relationships sorry and mean in friendships too and I have been cultivating friendships of the, of the like and I it's been incredible um but you know with this as I said soul crushing intimacy 
I realized that if I truly want that, I must then not only speak but live my soul-crushing truth. If I want soul-crushing intimacy, I must live my soul-crushing truth. And that is really, really terrifying. Not just for me, for everyone. I know that this is not an original experience, but the more that we are able to move through fear, and I think I've been, really what I've been doing a lot lately is whenever I want to say something to someone and maybe I stop myself and I have kind of two routes to go, I will consciously choose the scarier one. It's like never failed me. I've been doing this for years too with just other things and whether it's business endeavors or just life, stupid life decisions, like whichever option scares you more, literally use fear as your compass. Use fear as your compass. The, the option that scares you more is just more into the unknown. You already know what's gonna happen in the known. You already know what's gonna happen in the comfortable situation, the comfortable decision. I was gonna make a whole separate episode about this, um, but at this point I'm already 20 minutes in, I may as well <laughs> just extend it longer. I'll just make this a whole episode. I, I wanted to speak on sex a little bit because I have been shying away from talking about that for some time, but I think it's pretty fitting in this episode. I mean, when I've been talking about intimacy throughout the last 20 minutes of the episode, I didn't necessarily mean sex. I mean, I, th I guess that counts with it, but I really meant mostly emotional, like, connection with people. Um, but I did want to talk about sex a little bit because I don't think I could sit down and um, do a whole episode on it. I wanted to just kind of speak a little bit on celibacy and why maybe it's something that you should consider trying, even for a bit. Years ago, when I had very different beliefs and a very different mindset around, you know, physical intimacy, around sleeping with people, I was definitely a very different person at the time. I, you know, truth be told, I would kind of just sleep with anyone who would give me the time of day I mean, I was just really just a very different person, like, going too into the details here, like, I never regarded sex as anything, but this just, just, like, to me, it was, sex was just sex, you know, like, no big deal. I definitely don't feel that way anymore, <laughs> and I haven't felt that way for a long time now, but I was also really deeply depressed at the time, and, you know, correlation doesn't necessarily mean causation, but... I think a lot more people are awakening now to the realization of just the level of intimacy that sex really is and the level of the energy that is really being shared. You know, when we talk about just physical connection, you know, sex is this just like top of the pyramid of this physical connection with people and we now live in a society where it is not just normalized, but encouraged for people to sleep around with anyone because it's empowering. <laughs> I mean, I definitely fell into that um, conditioning at some time, so I can't, you know, bash on them too much. But once my mindset around sex had started to shift, and this was maybe, I'm going to say, a year and a half, two years ago or so, I had consciously kind of decided to just go celibate for a while. And... I just want to talk on that, talk about that experience a little bit because this was intentional celibacy. This wasn't like, oh, I just, you know, 
can't get laid, whatever, <laughs> like, that's ridiculous, um, but, no, I had intentionally decided to go celibate and just to see what it would bring for me, what I would uncover from it, what I can learn from it, and a few things that it had taught me, and one was I, had I never practiced celibacy at that time in my life, I don't know and I couldn't say whether I would ever have been able to connect with people as deeply as I am as I am able to now. Emotionally. Because when sex was actively and consciously removed from the equation, I didn't stop connecting with people. But taking sex off the table kind of allowed me to explore different avenues of connection. And so what that led to was just deep emotional intimacy with people, just real deep connection that I had never been able to experience before or prior when I was just kind of, you know, having this mindset of, you know, casual sex is empowering and whatever and I should just sleep with everyone because I can. I was never able to garner that emotional connection with people not at the level that I am to, as at the level that I am now. And you know, when I had it, at some point eventually broken my celibacy, it was just, if you, I guess, how do I put, I'll put it this way, if you have ever been someone who has slept with someone kind of with no intention, just a hookup, whatever, and if you had also slept with someone that you have had a deep emotional connection with, they are just incomparable. <laughs> it is just, it's not the same, you're not having the same experience, it's not even in the same realm of experiences, it's so wild. I really hope my mom doesn't hear this episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but, you know, just like sex is this crazy, wild, sacred, playful act. And when we are just hooking up with people with whom we don't have any emotional tie to, it's really just kind of sleeping with someone just for the orgasm, like literally just for the dopamine, just for that instant little bout of pleasure. Like if you've done that before, you know that as pleasurable as that is in the moment, you are literally empty and depleted and feeling disgusting as hell afterward, like <laughs> it's not a great place to be after the fact. And then versus having just this, in, like, deeply intentional, I, th I think that's a great word, having this deeply intentional sex with people when you are really connected with somebody, the whole experience is no longer about just, you know, having an orgasm at all. And so really, had I not intentionally had that period of celibacy in my life, I would never have been able to learn, learn this. And I encourage you, if you've never tried it before, like, I know people who just can't go like a week without having sex um with whoever which is i mean like i get it like you know i guess at, at some point in my life i was there too but i really really do encourage you to try it out because it's just like it could really change your connections with people and your relationships with people pretty deeply even if you're in a relationship right now i think that may even serve you more if you're in a relationship right now and you're actively you know having sex often, removing that, it's just a very interesting experiment to try it out. This is definitely like outside of the realm of the things that I usually talk about on this podcast, but you know, I'm venturing into new 
alleyways. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't really want to make a whole separate episode on sex and all that because it did tie pretty well into here, but I have gone in every possible direction with this episode now. I, like I said, I have a lot of reflections that I wrote in my journal. A lot of what I talked about over the last 30 minutes has been just expansions on those journal entries. Um, I will post them on my Instagram at some point very soon. I don't know when this episode's gonna come out. Because um, like I said, I've tried to record this so many times and this feels like the time that it's actually gonna come out now, but if they're not up and you want to see them, definitely DM me. I'll send them over to you because I really did enjoy writing them and it gave me a lot of clarity on a lot of things and hopefully it benefits you too if that resonates with you. But I'm going to end off the episode here. I have gone in every possible direction. I feel like I've spoken on so many different things. I guess I'll end it off here with this. Is If you ever feel like you're kind of at a fork in the road, it doesn't necessarily have to be with you know intimacy, but just in life. And you're faced with options, just choose the scarier one. Like, I. That is 150% always conducive to your growth. So.